Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, thanks for joining us again for Growing in Grace. I'm Cap, Mike Kapler, along with the Breeze Man, Joel Brzezinski, and we're just glad to uh, be connecting with you, probably through the Internet or on your iPod or whatever, whatever download you might have picked us up on. Growing in Grace heard all kinds of different ways, and we appreciate you sharing it with friends, too. So thanks for that. Graceroots.org, you'll find all the archived programs. Joel, how's it going? Everything is just fine and dandy, because you know why? Because God has given me everything I need for life and godliness. And so, um, (laughs) so, (laughs) well, you know, that... that, uh, we're going to kind of continue on sort of uh, on that theme that we had talked about last week. But, uh, you know, I did want to say that that doesn't mean that everything in life is always going to just be the best. And, you know, this whole bed of roses thing. I mean, we got our share of problems and and we got our share of, uh, you know, things that just don't seem to go our way in life. And I don't want to deny any of that. You know, in, in this life in Christ, uh, sometimes I just don't get my way. Uh, and sometimes, you know, uh, I'm thinking of a few weeks ago, my daughter had some some problems with her teeth, and she had to get some teeth, some of her baby teeth extracted. You know, I've had various health issues, and I know other listeners have. You know, stuff happens in life, and so we don't want to deny any of that. That's just all true, and it affects our emotions. It affects our, our mind, our will and emotions. It affects our soul. But what we're talking about here, some of this stuff that we're talking about is the reality of our spirit life, the, the truth that in Christ we have been given everything that we need. We're lacking nothing. The God who created the universe and everything that's in it is living in us. We are one with him. That's 1 Corinthians 6.17. We've become one spirit with him. And that's just the truth. And because of that, uh, we can rise above and we can live above some of the th- some of these things that happen and again that's not to deny the reality of the emotions and the things that go along with that but we do have uh, a, a victorious life that we can live in Jesus Christ because of this great big god who's living in us yeah and that's probably some of what you were talking about there could be subjects for another program because uh what we have been talking about the past couple of programs and we'll um try and conclude at least some thoughts on this in in Peter uh, during this program, the fact that uh, we have been given all things that pertain to life and godliness. We are partakers of the divine nature. We're focusing in on, like what you said, Joel, these are things that are a part of who we are in Christ. It it focuses around identity and and things that have been provided for us uh, in Christ in in, in that way. Uh, it, It goes beyond some of the the infirmities and, and some of the uh, the things that we experience in this fallen world. So you're right. We want to stay focused on what we're trying to communicate here. But picking up, I know we can't go back and talk about everything that we, we talked about last week, but some of these qualities that were listed in Second Peter chapter 1, these are things, again, that have already been supplied to us. These aren't things that I'm doing to add to my faith. We know faith is a gift, right? Hardly anybody is going to deny that. Even God supplies us with that. I mean, I don't even have to sit here and try to conjure up more faith because 
even that in and of itself is a gift. You know, that's a biggie oh. for many people to get that. that uh, I don't need to it, try to work up a certain amount of faith. <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's a gift. Yeah, it, because when we do that, it the whole the whole focus and spotlight comes back on me, and that's the last thing we want. The spotlight should stay on the cross. It, it should stay on the person of, of Jesus Christ who who lives today and lives in us. So He has supplied us with with faith, and Peter says. He has also supplied us with some of these things. This is a part. These are some of the things that are now qualities you have because God lives in you, because you have been given all of these things, as he said a, a few verses before that, all things that pertain to life and godliness, right? Partakers of the divine nature. Here are some of these things. Uh, virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly love, and so on. And, and so these are these are things that sometimes, Joel, unfortunately, people say, well, I need to try and do all this stuff. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that these things shouldn't be evident in our life. I'm not suggesting that at all. It's just that I want to turn it around a little bit. Stop trying so hard. These things are a part of who you are. Instead of trying to put the effort into producing these things, just rest in Christ. Just rest in him and allow this new life with all these great qualities, this new divine nature that now exists in you as a believer in Christ, allow these things simply to flow through you. Uh, allow this new life to flow through you instead of you trying to do all the work. Uh, we mentioned at, at the end of the last program that we would tell you or we would uh, sort of encourage you to stop trying to produce fruit. <laughs> I'm sure that raised a few eyebrows out there, Joel, and, and you're pretty good at, at, at nailing this subject, but talk a little bit about the difference between producing fruit and bearing fruit. Well, you know, and that is that is a key, I think, too, to understanding all of this and, uh, you know, walking this walk, this uh, walk in Christ, because, you know, because uh, I was always in in the past i was under the impression that it was up to me you know i've been saved i've been saved by grace and then you know legalists uh, today will bring this up and i know I, I was one of those who would have said this back in the day that, that uh, we're saved by grace but now it's up to us it's up to us to uh, live our lives for god and to and to bear fruit and uh, i'm so thankful that it's been revealed to us that that my goodness we just think if it was up to us, how flat on our faces we would all be trying to, you know, going back to the stuff uh, that Peter mentions in uh, in first P- in in second Peter chapter one, you know, uh, adding to, you know, virtue, knowledge, self-control, godliness, brotherly kindness and love. If it was up to me to produce all of those things. I would definitely be falling flat on my face. And on top of that, just think about this. If it was up to me, to me, to produce these things, then the Christian life wouldn't be by grace. It would be by my performance. And so I've come to understand that it can't be about my performance. And so what is it then that, that we do? If it's, if, if we're to not try to produce all this stuff, if we're not to try to produce fruit, well, what's up with that? Well, here's the thing, that the fruit of the Spirit, Galatians says, Galatians 5.22, let's look at that for just a second. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
again, if it were up to me to produce all those things, I just can't do it. You know, it just wouldn't be up to me. Oh, God's a God of second chances. You mess up the first time, he'll, he'll let you do it again. I'm sorry, but he doesn't give us second chances. He doesn't give us a chance to do this because it's not up to us. It's up to him. Jesus said in John 15, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Jesus said that without me, Jesus says, without me, you can do nothing. It's got to be Jesus Christ. And, and here's the key. We, as Christians, we as believers, we as uh, members of the family of God, we don't, be, we don't produce fruit. <laughs> I know that raises eyebrows again. We don't produce any kind of fruit for God, but rather we abide in the vine. And that's something that we that we just do because we we're one with him. It's not something we try to do, but it's something that is a, a natural uh, result of, of us having become joined with God through faith. We just bear the fruit that God produces in and through us. That's really what it's all about. So whether it's looking at these virtues and, and things that, that uh, these qualities that Peter is talking about, whether it's the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. If it's any of that stuff, it's not up to us to work on these things. Oh, I just got to work on the fruit of the Spirit. I got to work on joy. I got to work on patience. Oh, Father, give me patience. I need to work. I really need to work on patience. Just keep on trying that, and you will become the most impatient person in the world. Believe me. Just rest give it up stop trying to produce all this fruit stop trying to produce self-control in your life it's, it's, give it up just quit <laughs> and rest and let the spirit produce it in and through you so that's kind of what i get out of uh, the you know the difference between us uh trying to produce fruit and and really knowing that it's it's god who does it in and through us yeah and again, uh, these qualities already exist in you. So quit trying to chase after them as if they don't already belong to you. That's mm -hmm. true of so many things in the Christian life with people trying to chase after something that God says already belongs to us. But we just rest in it. You know, Joel, where we live, uh, there's a lot of yield signs. Y-I-E-L-D. Yield signs. Where, where we drive, there's stop signs too and lots of road signs, but one of them is the yield sign. And, of course, that means when I pull up to an intersection, if, if there's a, a car coming, I stop and, and let them go through. And I think sometimes, and I hate to uh, use the phrase yield to the spirit because a lot of people have different <laughs> religious mm -hmm. thoughts that go through their mind. But, you know, God in us just wants to, just wants to drive through. He just wants to drive through and, and uh, let this life flow out of us. He lives in me. He lives in you as a believer. And there's times where I can choose to yield to him and allow these things to, uh, to flow out of me, or I can decide to do it on my own, or I can reject it altogether. I can still choose you know, to do right and wrong. Hopefully I'm going to choose to just rest in him, yield to him, and allow his life to flow through me instead of me trying to do all this stuff like what you were just talking about. Yeah, it's really, I mean, really, it's, you know, somehow we've gotten this idea, and, and I guess, you know, I understand it. I understand where this idea comes from. We read the Bible, we, we, uh, we pick things out. As you and I have talked about a lot of times on this program, 
we look at verses, uh, we look at words, and, and we just rip them right out, and we and we look at this list of stuff that we think we're supposed to do. The Bible says to do this, and so we're supposed to go do it. And so our lives in Christ become a performance-based, a works-based life. It, it be, Everything is based upon our performance. And so it's easy to see why so much of the church today is wrapped up in all that, in, wrapped up in performance. But we forget these things and again as as we had been talking about previously uh, about how in second peter uh, i think we mentioned this last week the foundation the foundation of this life is that his divine power has given to us all things that per- pertain to life and godliness it's something that has already been given to us we got to live with that foundation when it's in today's church so many times the foundation is what we're supposed to do, uh, the fruit that we're supposed to produce, and all this stuff. And so what we're saying here as we wrap up for another week here on Growing in Grace is that the uh, the foundation has got to be God, his life that's in us. Not us, not our works, not our performance, not what we can do, not what we can measure up to or anything like that. But it's got to be based solely upon the life of Christ that's already in us and what God has already given us and us simply resting in him and uh, those things, as, as Cap had said previously, just flowing out of us as we rest in him. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various Internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.